Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Craft Beer Showdown. Craft Beer Showdown is a weekly podcast where I pit two foes in the craft beer world against each other and see who ends up being kicked into Sparta's pit. Two beers enter, one beer leaves. In this episode, we take a look at the battle that has been raging for well over 50 years now, and is still going strong today. It's a hard battle to judge since there is no side-by-side comparison available, but I'll do my best to pick a winner in today's battle of bottles versus cans. There are a few stories about the very first bottle, but a popular story says that the first bottles used for beer were created some 440 years ago in England. The major limiting factor in the widespread use of bottles early on for beer was the strength of the bottle. The hand-blown glass of the time wasn't able to hold the pressure of the ale as it went through bottle conditioning and carbonated. It wasn't until bottles were able to be made thicker with cork tops that they were used more for beer. Thomas Tryon, who wrote one of the first books on brewing, was not a fan of bottles, and actually wrote against their general use, disliking what the bottles and their fermentation did to the texture of the beer. Bottled beer was generally made for the export market in the beginning, as they were hard to fill and had to be corked by hand. The majority of beer was still serving casks. The first bottlers of beer were actually the bottle makers and not the brewers. The bottle makers actually used the beer to increase the sales of bottles overseas. Bottles continued to grow in popularity, sometimes taking dips when taxes on glass production were introduced, but always rebounded when the taxes were decreased or removed. Bottles evolved to have flip tops for easy resealing, as well as screw tops and the common beer cap we know today. Bottles still have a decent share of the beer market, with most breweries having their own bottling lines. So now that you have a rough idea what the history of beer bottles are, let's see what some of the positives are. The first positive worth noting is that glass holds its temperature slightly longer than an aluminum can. This means that if the bottle is sitting out for any amount of time, it will keep cold a little bit longer. Another positive of bottles for beer is the neck that most bottles have. While I am strongly against drinking beer from the bottle, if you are, the neck gives you a place to hold the bottle without warming the beer up with your hand. This can be useful if there's no glass available. Glass's ability to hold up to the elements is a definite positive as well. If you get a case of bottles wet, as long as they weren't fully submerged over the cap for an extended period of time, the beer inside would be perfectly fine to drink. Glass is a very sturdy material as long as you don't hit or drop it. Glass, while not as recyclable as aluminum, is better for the environment to produce. The last positive I will note here is the reusability of beer bottles. You can reuse bottles indefinitely for bottling your homebrew. As long as you clean the bottle, nothing short of breaking the bottle will make it unusable. Now let's check out some of the negatives of bottles. The biggest negative of bottles is that light can pass through them. This causes beer to be light struck and can change the taste and the longevity of beer as well as skunking the beer. Darker colors are used to block more light, but ultimately some light does get in, which is always bad. Most bottles today are sealed with a crimp-on cap. These do a good job at blocking out air and keeping the beer in, but not a perfect job. Over time, this can let small amounts of oxygen into the bottle, oxidizing the beer. Also, if the bottle is laid in a way that the beer can come in contact with the cap, this can also impart flavors into the beer over time. The third detracting factor I'll mention is the inherent heaviness and fragile nature of glass bottles. Bottles add a lot of weight to a case of beer making storing and moving the bottled beer fairly difficult. Along with being heavy, glass is fragile. Dropping a bottle will almost guarantee you have a nice mess to clean up. This means that glass bottles are not allowed in many public places, which makes it pretty much impossible to enjoy bottled beer at the beach, tailgating, or any other outside venue. Overall, bottles are a fairly good way to store, transport, and consume beer. 
They're extremely standardized, which makes them reusable, easy to recycle when not being reused, and are pretty much the standard for beer today. They do a lot like to hit beer, and caps are not the perfect seal for keeping out air. They're definitely good, but there are some bad points as well. Okay, so that's the basics of bottles. Let's look at cans. During the 1930s, canned beer began to grow in popularity. These original cans were somewhat different than the cans you get today. They came with no built-in opening system. This means they needed a can opener to get them open, known as a church key. This was usually done by punching a hole in the top of the can. The first known use of cans for beer was Kruger's Finest Beer from Virginia. Canning was more expensive with setup than bottling, which is what kept cans from gaining more of a foothold than they did. Once canning systems were in place, however, it was far cheaper to make a can of beer than a bottle, hence the prevalence of cheap beer can today. Today, cans have pop tops allow for easy opening and pouring or drinking from the can. Some cheaper beers, like Miller Lite, have introduced new technologies into beer cans in recent years, like the Wide Mouth Can and Punch Top Can, both of which are meant to make drinking and pouring the beer easier. There has also been a resurgence of cans with no pop tops as well, with Church Key Can Company bringing the flat top cans back that need opening with the can opener. While most of these tend to be fads that serve no real purpose, it does show that cans are still a technology that beer companies want to invest money in. Now that you have the basics of cans down, let's look at some positives. The first cans have going for them is protection against light. Light doesn't tend to pass through solid aluminum so well, so this makes a great container for light-sensitive liquids such as beer. This protects the beer from becoming light-struck and allows for easier storage, as you don't need to hide it from the light. Second positive here is that cans are lighter than their glass brethren. This allows cases to weigh less, allowing for easier storage, shipping, and moving of canned beer. This also, by proxy, can reduce shipping costs as well as overall cost of beer in cans. Along with weight come their compact size, making them easier to stack and store. Third, you have the strength of aluminum cans. They're not nearly as fragile as a bottle, meaning if they are dropped or bumped into during the shipment or even during consumption, they will not shatter. If a full can is punctured or dropped hard enough, it can rupture, but the only thing on the ground will be beer, not broken glass. Aluminum is very recyclable, and can be recycled many more times than a bottle can be for the same purpose. The last important plus here is that cans get cold quicker than bottles, so you have to wait less when you put those cans in the fridge. Now that you know the positives, let's check out the negatives, just to be fair. The first negative worth noting here isn't considered a real negative by everyone in the beer industry. Some people claim that today's cans impart a metallic taste to the beer, even though cans are lined with plastic to stop this. They believe that the small amount of metal the beer touches as it leaves the can gives it this flavor. Never mind that beer is brewed in metal containers. But they believe that it's the can that does this. While I don't believe this to be true and have never experienced it, some people believe it, so it's worth mentioning. Next, cans are only single use. They must be recycled to be used again. Unlike bottles, which can be used for homebrewing over and over again, these are just single use. While easy to recycle, aluminum is one of the most labor-intensive materials to create. An enormous amount of greenhouse gases are created when bauxite, the mineral aluminum comes from, is turned into metal. This is a definite negative. Last important thing to mention here is the stigma attached to cans. People today tend to relate canned beer to cheap beer, no matter the quality of the beer inside. 
While this is fading with the current trend in craft beer to use cans, the enjoyment of beer involves all the senses, so this can definitely be a negative. Overall, I'm a very big fan of cans. They stack nicely, store easily, protect against light, and are all around cool. While they do use a very labor-intensive metal, their lighter makeup helps reduce shipping, helping the environment there. So who's the winner? Well, I give this one to the can. I give it to the can because its ability to protect against light, which is one of the biggest enemies of beer. While there are definitely some negatives here, the can's ability to protect against light-struck beer, its durability and ease of shipping storage, makes this a landslide victory for the can. There's a ton of history about both cans and bottles, way more than I can list here without boring everyone listening. Look for a post on craftbeeracademy.com soon about the history of each. I find this stuff really interesting, and I hope you do too. Well, that's about it for episode 5 of the Craft Beer Showdown. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoy the show, please leave me a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. I'd really appreciate it. Also, check out craftbeeracademy.com slash next show to vote on what topic I will talk about next. Just leave a comment on the page and the winner will get made. If no one votes, the next episode will be me practicing my Tibetan throat singing. So please vote for the sake of everyone. Thanks again for listening, and check out craftbeeracademy.com daily for craft beer news, articles, and information to help everyone be beer smart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.